Welcome to episode 268 of the All the Books Show, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. We talk book news, author news, and literary news, and sometimes spooky news. Spooky. Well, I'm encouraged already, buddy, because I was wondering how this Halloween season was going to be, because you were a little grumpy. You were a little grumpy last year. You were was little, that last year? You were a little grumpy about Halloween in general. You didn't know if you were going to get in the zone. You didn't know if it was going to be a true yeah, Halloween yeah. season. And I don't think, yeah. I don't think you ever really got there. So, I mean, the well, fact, luckily, this the, Halloween season yeah. is uh, our, our season of Corona as well. Yes, yeah. With an election right after. So, so well, if, if any Halloween. <laughs> but all of that stuff is uh, terrifying. So it kind of fits with the Halloween theme, mm. at least. <laughs> Not terrifying in a fun way. Yeah. Are you excited about uh, our annual Stephen King readathon? Yeah, though you started already. How dare you? Christine, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually haven't. I was going to. I have my copy in hand uh-huh. because it's a long one. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, we didn't really enjoy the Institute, so are you feeling more confident no, about it? No, I hated the Institute. Reading yeah. a classic? Yes, I, have, I am feeling more confident about it. I'm going to see if uh, the reigning queen of Halloween, uh, director of the Fred and Harriet Taylor... Uh, library over at Hammondsport, Sally Jacoby Murphy, is up for reading some Christine so that she can join us for our annual Halloween episode. You think she's got what it takes to read it? Well, I was going to say, like, is that something we have to do? Oh. Mm-hmm. Is, is Sally, like, mandatory? We're not contractually obligated, uh, <laughs> but it has been uh, five years of tradition. And you know how yeah. I feel about tradition. Yeah, you're you're always singing it on the roof of the library. That's true. I was like, get off that roof! Uh, anyway, you mentioned spookiness because we're going to be talking. We're going to. <laughs> you know, I did that show in dinner theater, so I've done that show like seventy-five yeah. times. We're talking Stoker Awards. Ooh. We're talking the Stoker Awards, so that's yeah. coming up. A stoking little bit later. my imagination since nineteen eighty-seven. Oh wow! All right. Uh, well, should we open the books? Take a look at the old bookmarks. See where we are. Yeah. Okay. Bug, 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 bug. That's your book. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've got chills. <laughs> Boy, now I want. Now I want to sing Greece, though. They're multiplying, but that, that makes it less scary because I got chills. I got. Chills. Oh, no, you don't like. Yeah, me? I imagine being a Greece fan is exhausting. <laughs> Oh yeah, you imagine as if you're not the number one greaser. You've got both. You've got Grease One and Grease Two. You've got the old laser discs. I know you watch them all the time. Yeah, I love the song Procreation. Yeah, it's reproduction. So if you were oh, a real yes. fan, you'd know. <laughs> Eric, what the heck are you reading? Are you still? You haven't started I'm, Christine. Leave me alone. I'm finishing the Wheel of Time. It's gonna I'm happen. So close. I'm you're like gonna six do it. Chapters away. Okay. I'm gonna commit this week. Okay. I'm done. All right. I'm not talking about it next. Well, I will, but in a. In, in a, in a, I've done it. I've finished it kind of way. Yeah. Okay. I've done it. I finished it. I'm over. I also finished uh, volume two of uh, Danny O'Neill's oh. "The Question." Uh, longtime listeners, people who were listening even before you and I did this podcast, might remember in 2012. Yes. I read these uh, these first two volumes of Danny O'Neill, um, and then about three years later, we started the podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's how it worked out. I, yeah. I mean, I love Danny O'Neill. I feel like uh, I have read the question. Mm. Do you remember? I feel like maybe we read them at the same time. Like they came in our library alone and we both read them. I don't read remember them. you reading them. I read it I in April of 2013. Wow. April of 2013. I didn't remember this. 
Well, I did it. I did it. All right. Uh, thumbs up? Thumbs down? How'd you feel about it? Yeah, thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, the Netflix rating, thumbs up. Remember when you used to be able to rate things on Netflix with yeah. like a star? Yeah. Now just now it's just like, yes! No! <laughs> it would have been nice if I could have given Jurassic Park 3 like two stars, yeah. but instead I had to give it a thumbs down. Oh, This doesn't have sad. the same thing. That is sad. Uh, the Year of Living Dangerously is a book, I believe. Okay. But I watched the movie. Oh, okay. It's a Peter Ware film starring uh, 1982's Mel Gibson and Sigourney Weaver. Okay. And Linda Hunt, who I think most people now are just familiar with as uh, Edna from The Incredibles. Oh, sure. Okay. Costume designer. Uh, Yeah, it's a good movie. I like Peter Ware films. Uh, Is this about a fiercely nationalistic government of the god king Sukarno? who has brought indonesia to the brink of chaos engulfed in the violence are guy hamilton a western journalist billy kwan his chinese australian cameraman and the young british Mm -hmm. woman they both love yeah okay well Uh, then it's by christopher j coke yeah there you go i watched that did i already talk about the loveless last week uh yes you did uh with with willem dafoe yeah yeah so year of living dangerously was the one i watched on the criterion channel yeah i like peter ware films he pretty did highfalutin. Uh, pretty highfalutin he, you are these days yeah what what is he did I, i'm trying to think of something you've seen that he's done okay uh well you know he did the truman show yeah i've seen that uh and he did master and commander the far side of the world mm-hmm. with russell crowe sure. but yeah he he was part of the australian does russell crowe sing in that in master and commander does he sing hmm you know, I don't remember, but okay. I wouldn't be surprised. You think he might? Yeah. He did uh, Gallipoli and uh, uh, I almost said Where the Crawdads Sing, but that's not it. Uh, mm-hmm. Picnic at, uh, at Panic Rock? Oh, boy. Hanging Rock? All right. Hanging Rock. Okay. P- Panic Rock. Panic Rock. <laughs> don't go there, man. <laughs> this is Panic Rock. <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How am I going to pay off my college I, loans? Wait, are we doing Travolta? Because I feel like this I guess, is, yeah, we're bringing it John back Travolta to Travolta. has gone to Panic Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would watch that video on demand right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's what I did watch. I watched a rom-com called Plus One, about two friends who decide to go to all the weddings of their friends together. It was a good time. Okay. Yeah. Rewatch Scott Pilgrim versus the world based on the graphic novels by Brian Lee O'Malley. Always good. Never gets old. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that was a fun time. I've been reading uh, for Hispanic Heritage Month. I was reading uh, a lot of comic books, graphic novels with Hispanic characters in the lead, which took a little bit of research. Uh, so we talk all about this um, on an episode of comic book coffee break a few weeks back. Um, but some of the ones I wanted to mention were Sideways by Dan DiDio. This is about a character who gets this uh, gets this ability to open up portals and move through like space that way. Uh, it actually is a pretty good mystery and a pretty compelling series, which was canceled after 13 issues. So, hmm. uh, But I do think it's uh, worth picking up. I also read a, a, a movie adaptation won Oscars. A, no? You're, you're mixing it up. That's a different. You're talking Paul Giamatti? No, that's not this. Though there is a role that I think Paul Giamatti could play. The father in this does kind of look like Paul Giamatti. No. I read, uh, but that's a Spider-Man reference, and I read some Spider-Girl in Irania by Fiona Kai Avery. Mm -hmm. Uh, This follows a character who is not bitten by a radioactive spider, but has some sort of... Yeah, I know. She has like a mythic spider power where she becomes like the hunter in this like whole spider mythology. Hmm. Pretty decent series, a little heavy by all the mythology uh, around it so the series i feel it kind of 
buckles under the weight of trying to get all that across. Still, mm. interesting story, and this character does come back a little later as a Spider-Girl in, in the uh, Marvel Universe proper. Mm-hmm. I also read Crash of Fate by Zareda Cordova for my Star Trek Star Wars book club. Um, and that was, I guess it depends on how you're coming to this, whether or not you'll like it, because this is really just a YA romance novel that every once in a while they mention something Star Wars related. So it's about these two mm-hmm. who were close friends as children and then get separated and go different ways and then are suddenly like forced back together and most of the action takes place over the course of one day, which I think is actually a pretty successful gimmick. If you're looking to read a Star Wars book, this is not the one. If you're a Star Wars fan who also likes YA romance, then go for it. This is, is what I would say. Crash Stars? Crash of Fate. Crash of Fate. Yep. Gal- I read Galaxy's Star Wars Edge. Lost Stars, which is a YA romance novel that I yeah. thought was very good. Yeah. That one, though, is a lot more entrenched in the world of Star Wars, right? Sure. Yes, the original trilogy. This one is just the occasional reference, basically, is, mm. is all you get. Okay. So, you know. Uh, I also finished The Guardians by John Grisham. This is the one I was talking a little bit about last week where uh, he it's, a, it's this firm that represents innocent people behind bars. The problem with it, I feel, is that, first of all, you're dealing with basically a cold case, so there's not a lot of, like, there's a lot of research and interviewing people, not a lot of, like, really compelling action. Also, something that I've noticed, I feel like, in later Grisham books because it's been really hit and miss i feel like for the last five years the story maybe is interesting the protagonists are starting to feel like (laughs) the same person there's just not a lot of like depth or anything making this character stand i don't honestly don't even remember his name he's he's a priest who becomes a lawyer which i mean right there seems like a decent backstory but it's hardly even mentioned so the plot maybe is good enough, but the characters just aren't. And so it feels like like I could have just read the Wikipedia article about this and have been fine. So sad to say I don't particularly recommend this, Grisham. I'm currently reading Windows on a Lost World by V.E. Mitchell. Uh, it's a Star Trek book for my book club. And I'm reading Angel's Flight by Michael Connolly. Uh, oh, you know what I wanted to mention to you? I watched Enola Holmes. Oh, okay. And it was actually pretty good. Henry Cavill, I thought, made a, a pretty good Sherlock Holmes, and Millie Bobby Brown of Stranger Things fame was really good as Enola Holmes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it fell prey to some YA tropes a little bit. There was, it was cool until a boy got introduced, and then like the the romanciness of it kind of derailed the Enola Holmes character a little bit. But I felt like overall, I had a good time. Uh, this is based on the novel series by Nancy Springer, which I'm not familiar with. Have you read any of these or come across these ever? No. No? Okay. You don't know anything about it. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, they're from 2010, I think, but there are several. But, no, I I was a fan of the movie. I thought it was quite good. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm familiar with, like, some of, like, the YA home stuff, like the one you hate. The, what is it? You don't, you just hate the title, right? Oh, Study study in Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Study in Charlotte. And uh, there's also the uh, Stoker and Holmes. Oh, really? It's like. Okay. It's like a Van Helsing thing? Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. It's a YA book. <laughs> Grumpy about Halloween. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. You've got a you need you need basically a, like a Halloween carol situation where you're visited by ghosts who try to get you back in the Halloween spirit. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun though. I know, yeah. I mean just being visited by one ghost is gonna get you in the Halloween it's spirit. Probably Three? Gonna help. That's overkill. Um yeah. have you added anything to your Halloween playlist recently? Because you're up to what, nine volumes? 
No, it was just five. I stopped at five. Five? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I really, five. I really inflated those numbers. Then. He, yeah. Here, I've got the playlist right here. Okay. Uh, there are eighty-six songs. Okay. Five hours and fifty-three minutes long. Wow. That's yeah. a that's a pretty good haul. Okay. Yeah. So, All but right. a lot of video game music on there. Understood. Yeah. So and Will Smith, despite uh, popular car belief. Yeah. There was the time when I didn't really think it was Will Smith because he sounded yeah. weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was telling you that the song I had that yeah. featured Will Smith on it was Will Smith. And you're like, no, it's not. You're wrong. And I'm not, like, this is not my, driving me crazy. Not my finest hour. I will concede. Yeah. I almost that drove was, us off a cliff. Yes. You were, <laughs> because you're like, it's not. I'm you like, been right. You would have been right to do that. You would have been right to do that. So I respect your restraint. Okay. Well, uh, let's get into some bookmark. Bug, 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 bug. No, we already did that. Yeah, you ready? The Ghost of Halloween Past. I, I want it to be Ichabod Crane. Yeah, that makes or sense. Or the Headless Horseman. The Headless Horseman, sure. Set. Absolutely. Uh, who's the Ghost of Christmas Present? Who's the Ghost of Christmas Present these days? These days. Hmm. Yeah. Someone closely associated with... I don't want to be visited by, like, the uh, Conjuring Ghost no, or whatever it is. No, could it just be Stephen King? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so, yeah Ichabod the Crane, Blair Witch. Stephen King. Well, I think the Blair Witch maybe is the future. Oh, uh, well, it's got to be in the future. So I guess that doesn't even, I don't even know. We just oh, have to assume could be what's going to be like the new uh, scary slasher character. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, the new Jigsaw. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. Let's work it out. Think about I it. I guess it would just be a rebooted version of an old thing. Yeah. So what horror sense. thing hasn't been rebooted? Leprechaun. It's the reboot yes. of Leprechaun. Yes. Warwick Davis, call your people. Yeah. All right. Hit it, Ben. Look into the future to see what it proves. It's time for bookness. Who invited that guy? <laughs> Real piece of work. I know. He just he just shows up, strums a few chords, and then just leaves. Very rude. Thanks again to Ben Lehman, who makes all the music for the All the Book Show. You can find him on Twitter at Trip Existence. He does not have an album, which I think is a mistake. Mm. All right. Should we look at some New York Times bestsellers this week? It's been a while. Yeah, we should. You are going to be a little happy. I'm still going to mention it, but at number 11 is where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, ho, ho. Delia so Owens' three Crawdads Three-year streak has ended. No, it'll come back. We've been, we've been down this road. six weeks. We've been down this road before. Where it... Let's see why we're looking at the Crawdads Sing being at number 11. What 10 books have replaced it? Unseated the Crawdads. Yeah. One by One by Ruth Ware. Oh, oh my wife just read this. Yeah. We were just... Sorry. <laughs> just saying the name Ruth Ware reminded I know. me of the cabin. I thought of you last week because we talked so much about Ruth Ware, and I was like, boy, Eric would be really happy that he's missing this. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Hillary just read One by One, and she really enjoyed uh-huh. it. So An avalanche tests the bond of co-workers from a London-based tech startup on a corporate retreat in the French Alps. The heck? Yeah, I thought about reading this one. She finished it, and I was like, yeah, I could maybe do that. But it's set up where it's like you're reading correspondence, and I, I hate mm-hmm. novels like that. So I just put it right back down. But Hillary did, Hillary did like it. Did you hear an avalanche? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I heard an avalanche. And I think the snow landed on a bunny. Oh, no. Oh. Ah, Ruth Ware. <laughs> Uh, okay number nine uh parenthesis oh, say though ruth ware debuting at number 10 not great no two weeks two weeks. and it went down yeah okay all right, uh, all right so i don't know where she debuted it last okay last week all right uh number nine is new this week it's perennies or parents parent Perenacy. I shouldn't make fun of authors and then not be able to pronounce Perenacy. This is Susanna Clark. Another world is revealed as a man called the other ask Perenacy for help with per- research 
Perenesi? P-I-R-A-N-E-S-I. Okay. I just made For help sure. with research sure into a great and secret knowledge. Ooh, both great and secret. Yeah, you want those together. You need for both. Sure. Yeah, you need both. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Uh, number eight, three weeks on the list, All the Devils Are Here by Louise Penny. All of them? Yeah, all oh, the devils. Oh, boy. Every devil. Happy Halloween, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 16th book in the Chief Inspector Gamache series. When his billionaire godfather is attacked, Gamache uncovers a secret hidden throughout Paris. Mm, okay. Uh, number seven, The Vanishing Half. By Britt Bennett, the lives of twin sisters who run away from the Southern Black community at age sixteen diverge as one returns and the other takes on a different racial identity. Yes, their fates I have this in hand. Once I finish, <gasps> once I finished our Halloween book, this is my next. This is on, next on the two. Re- next in the queue, it's on deck yes. for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of different line metaphors there. Deck, yeah. queue, yeah. in hand. Mm-hmm. It's too many. Yeah. Number six at two weeks on the list. Anxious people by Frederick Bachman. Nick and Eric, <gasps> a failed bank robber, holds a group of strangers hostage at an apartment open house. Mm. <laughs> That's fun. Speaking of bank robbers, I watched Inside Man with uh, Dennis Quaid. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Denzel Washington. The Spike Lee film Inside Man. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it. So bad. I hated it. Oh, oh wow. I don't know why people like this movie so much. I thought it was terrible. Wow. Here's something that's going to make you furious, though. Okay. After that, there's a Netflix sequel called Inside Man Most Wanted, and I kind of liked it. Uh-huh. That's all. I didn't really like the Spike Lee one, but the but the direct-to-Netflix sequel, I did like. Weird. Well, I know. I know. I got a soft spot for these action video-on-demand releases. I don't know. I, but I had a good time with it. Number five, Shadows and Death, J.D. Robb. A hitman with possible connections to Eve Dallas's husband is seen near the scene of a crime. Wow. Uh, oh, boy, here we go. New this week at number four, To Sleep in a Sea of Stars by Christopher Paoloni. No, wait. Oh, boy. Pal- like Aragon? Paoloni. Paoloni. Oh. Yeah, like Aragon. Ugh. Listen, I'm glad kids like Aragon. I have no love in my heart for uh-uh. Christopher Paoloni. That... I've only seen the movie, and it's among the worst movies I've ever seen. Kira Navarez might be the only one who can save Earth and its colonies from being destroyed. Hmm. Well, good luck. Hmm. Best yeah, I think of luck. this is his first book since the Aragon series. I would think so. Yeah, and it's and it's a bestseller. Boy, well, I mean, I guess I guess you know, kids who like Aragon, kids are, who read it, yeah, this are adults is, now. So sure, yeah. Uh, to sleep in a sea of stars. Oh wait, that's the one I just read. Three new this week: Troubled Blood by Robert Gal- Galbraith. Oh yes, the fifth book in the uh, Cormoran Strike series. Yes, decades old cold. Uh, decades old cold case might be connected to a serial killer. Yeah, boy. Oh right, right, yeah. right. By J.K. By J.K. Rowling, yes. written pseudonymously. I yeah. forgot about this name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess that's what I guess that's what she's going for. Yeah. Especially right now. That's anyway, that's number three. New this week, so you know. Yeah. Uh, of why that's go find her Twitter. Just yeah. go find her Twitter. Yeah. Or just Seriously. type her name into Google, and you'll figure it find out. Find her on Twitter, and then read what this book is actually about, and you will oh. find all of uh, all you need to know about J.K. Rowling. Uh. <laughs> number two, Vince Flynn, Total Power, by Kyle Mills. Kyle Mills. 
when America's power grid is shut down, Mitch Rapp goes after cyber terrorists. Oh. Nobody liked that movie, right? The Dylan O'Brien, uh, Michael Keaton. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so either. Okay. How do you go against a how do you go after a cyber terrorist? Do you go like ASLT? Age sex location slash terrorist. Yeah. 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 That was what you did in AOL chat rooms. Oh, okay. And you weren't supposed to. Uh oh. But too young. I guess so. Uh, the Evening and the Morning by Ken Foliot. Hey! Oh, Nick, no, no, Nick, no. Get this. I know what it is. Prequel I know what it is. To the Pillars of the Earth. Yeah. A boat builder, a Norman noblewoman, and a monk live in England under no. attack by the Welsh and the Vikings. No. Who wants this? I mean... Heck, you... What is, hap- what is wrong with me? Why am I copy-pasting this onto Goodreads to see if I want to read it? I don't! You read Pillars of the Earth, though. I read Pillars of the Earth. I read the whole thing. I know. God bless you. I guess it depends on 928 pages. Yo, yeah, of course it's going to be huge. Come on now. There's a sequel as well. I mean, a sequel to Pillars of the Earth. So you really, Uh, you got a lot. 4.42 ratings on Goodreads already. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That's it. That's number one. So Ken Foliat, what's the the last thing you read was The Winter of the World. Yeah. I love the Century never, Trilogy, but I don't think I'd really pick up others. You're never going back to Ken Follett. I don't think so, because I'm not really interested in his espionage stuff, and I tried to read Pillars of the Earth, and it was a bad time. Yeah, I was anyway, the lone survivor. You were. that. We did that for a book club, and Eric was the last man standing. You got a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of street cred for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of respect. A lot of respect was gained that day for one Eric Mickles. All right, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk Stoker Awards. Okay. Each year, the horror writer... Rand has... Stroker hands out awards. Yeah, he does. For he's you. still alive. Yeah, yeah, he's probably doing fine. Each year, the Horror Writers Association presents the Bram Stoker Awards for Superior Achievement, named in honor of Bram Stoker, author of the seminal horror work, Dracula. The Bram Stoker Awards were instituted immediately after the organization's incorporation in 1987. You can find more at the BramStokerAwards.com. We're going to be reading the list of winners today. This is always an interesting list for me because I don't read a lot of horror, but I'm usually interested in the things that we talk about uh, in this episode. So let's go. Let's do it. Eric, shall we take a look at Poetry Collection? Ooh, I sure. shall tell you the, uh, the lists of nominees as well as the winner. So... Uh, up for Best Poetry Collection for the Stoker Awards, Mary Shelley Makes a Monster by Octavia Cade. Uh, speaking of which, we're currently reading Frankenstein for our uh, our mm. book club, and then we're going to read The Dark Descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein as a follow-up. Mm. So yeah, join us for descent. those. Yeah. Dragonfly and Other Songs of Mourning by Michelle Scalise. The Demeter Diaries by Marge Simon and Brian D. Dietrich. Choking Back the Devil by Donna Lynch. The Apocalyptic Mannequin by Stephanie M. Witovich. Do you think that's connected to the 80s films uh, starring Andrew McCarthy, Mannequin? Where a mannequin comes to life? Kim Cattrall? You don't think it's... <laughs> it's Kim Cattrall? Uh, yeah. You don't think no, it's connected? I don't know this. Okay. No. The winner for Poetry Collection went to The Place of Broken Things by Linda D. Addison. Eric, talk to me about screenplay, my friend. All right. So the nominees are a bunch of movies I haven't seen. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? There is stuff I've seen. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, Mike Flanagan's Doctor Sleep. Uh, oh. Robert Eggers and Max Eggers' The Lighthouse, which my wife recently watched. The okay. Robert Pattinson 
Uh, oh, yes. Film. Oh, I remember. She's all in on Robert yeah. Pattinson now. Thank you, yes. The Duffer Brothers, uh, for season three of Stranger Things, specifically chapter eight, The Battle at of Starcourt. I okay. like season three. You didn't like season three? No, season three is fine. I just can't imagine it winning this award. Okay. Ari Aster's Midsummer, which I think was actually uh, very love it or hate it. Oh, okay. Of a, of a horror film. Uh, unlike his previous film, Hereditary, where everybody was terrified by it. Okay. Uh, never watching. Never watching. And then there's Us by Jordan Peele, which won. Oh. So, I guess uh, I thought that, that... I watched his... What? I was just going to say, I thought that that didn't have a super great response no, it to it. It did? Oh, okay. Yeah. I've not yeah. heard great I haven't about seen it. it because I heard it's so much scarier oh. than uh, um, his first film. Yeah. What's his first film? Uh, Get Out. Get it, get out. Yeah, I like Get Out. Get Out was actually pretty funny in a lot of ways too. That's true. But yeah, everybody I asked about us, I'm like, how bad is it? They're like, oh man, it's. They told me it was so much scarier, hmm. and uh, I can't yeah. do it. I'm just thinking about it. I'm, I don't. I don't need that in my life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That was uh, the the screenplay. Yeah, screenplay. Okay. Let's take a look at some of the graphic novels we have here. All right, so we have Monstrous, Volume 4, The Chosen by Marie Lu and Sana Takeda. Is this a series you've read? I know we've talked about it a bunch. Have you actually, like, said that? First volume, first two volumes. Okay, thumbs up, thumbs down. No, I liked it. You liked it? Okay. H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness, the first volume by Gu Tanabe. (sighs) Have you been watching Love... that story... Okay. What? I would no no go ahead I'm I'm curious what you're gonna say no we're behind with uh, Lovecraft Country because okay. it's attached to HBO Max which we don't have right. on our Roku yes. at the moment that's a hard uh, but it's, a it's hard very game. it's it's very good what uh, and Mountains of Madness is a dull read really you, you read that and like at first it gets very it's at very atmospheric that okay. all their sled dogs have been killed in Antarctica they go oh. up the mountain and then it is a tour through this ancient town, but it's just discreet. It's like, as we entered a 20 by 30 mm. foot room, mm-hmm. we saw the ceiling was at least 10 feet high with a column made of marble and this weighing approximately. And you're just like, Oh my, it just went on and mm. on and on. And maybe I'm making some people upset with that, but you know what? HP Lovecraft is also a pretty staunch racist. Yeah. So I don't care if his boring measurements are boring. Okay. All right. We also have Calcutta Horror by Alessandro Manzetti, Stefano Cardoselli, and Poppy Z. Bright. We have Bone Parish Volume 2 by Cullen Bunn, Jonas Schaff, and Alex Gumarez. I've read some Cullen Bunn stuff, but I've not read Bone Parish. Are you familiar yeah, with I've this at his, all? I've read his Marvel stuff. I don't know what Bone Parish is. Okay. The winner Boom is... Boom Studios. Okay. Boom. Uh, the winner is a Dark Horse comic, Neil Gaiman's Snow Glass Apples by Neil Gaiman and Colleen Doran. I don't... Um, know anything about this it's a retelling of the snow white fairy tale from the point of view of the wicked stepmother was that exciting to you uh yes really oh well no i mean yes because it's neil gaiman (laughs) maybe not the description i i haven't really read too many i read good omens okay co-written yeah yeah. it was more terry pratchett than neil gaiman yeah that's what i've heard yeah i don't recognize this cover at all okay no i don't really know it well either all right. Uh, yeah, if the, I, sh- I should give this a looky, a little looky loo. All right. Shall we take a look at nonfiction? Yeah. Gosh, horror nonfiction. Pass. Okay. Pass. <laughs> no, let's do it. 
Superior achievement in nonfiction. All right. Uh, Shapeshifters, A History by John Kuchuba. Uh, Mask in Horror Cinema, Eyes Without Face. Alexandra Heller and Nicholas. Gender, Sexuality, Queerness in American Horror Story. Critical essay. So About the Show by Harriet Earle. A show I have not watched, if you can surmise my cowardice yeah uh or in religion new literary approaches to theology race and sexuality by jonathan greenway and eleanor beale and then monster she wrote the women who pioneered oh. horror and speculative fiction <laughs> didn't we see this was this uh hugo i think so but maybe it didn't win uh i, I don't uh, yeah uh lisa kroger melody anderson Part biography, part reader's guide, the engaging write-ups and detailed reading list will introduce you to more than 100 authors in over 200 of their mysterious and spooky novels, novellas, and stories. So it sounds like uh, a pretty good reference guide there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's look at anthology winners. So we have The Twisted Book of Shadows by Christopher Golden and James A. Moore. A Secret Guide to Fighting Elder Gods by Jennifer Brozek. Pop the Clutch. Thrilling Tales of Rockabilly, Monsters, and Hot Rod Horror. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. By Eric J. Gungard. Nox Paradoilia by Robert S. Wilson. And our winner is Echoes, the saga anthology of ghost stories by Ellen Datlow. Speaking of ghost stories, what's your favorite iteration of Scooby-Doo? Uh, regular Scooby-Doo. Just classic Scooby-Doo, where classic are you? Classic Scooby-Doo. Early days. And then pup named Scooby-Doo. Oh, very good. Very good choices. Scooby-Dooby, Scooby-Dooby. Yeah, that's great. Um, my son has a real fondness for Scrappy. Huh. What do you think about you know, that? No, I, I, I liked Scrappy quite a bit as a kid. Yeah. And now I get why he's considered annoying. But as a kid, I liked Scrappy. Yeah. He's, he's, it's uh, a, yeah. he's very forthright with his feelings. Do you uh. remember... Do you remember Scrappy and Yabadoo? Do you remember this show? So it's mm-hmm. Scrappy. It's Yabadoo, who's like kind of a cowboy. And Deputy Dusty plays the shaggy role. No Scooby, no shaggy. It's just Scrappy, Yabadoo, and Deputy Dusty. This was driving me crazy because I remember this so yes, well. Yes, I do remember this. And it took me a long time to figure out like what this was. It was just one of the, one of the segments in the Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo show. So we've been mm-hmm. watching that a little bit as well, and my son's all in. So I'm passing on my love of Scooby-Doo to the next generation. He wants to watch Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, and I'm like, no way, that's a scary one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that concludes this little section here. Would you like to talk about the best collections out there? Didn't they just do a sequel to that one, too? Return to Zombie Island? They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, should I watch it for this Halloween? Zombie Island? Scooby-Doo Zombie Island? Watch them both, Is it really yeah. scary? I mean, it's Is, the, you, the whole thing was like, this time the zombies are real. You know, they try uh-huh. to do unmasking, and they're like, okay, we should leave. We should get out of here. It's probably not scary anymore, but it was at the time. There is a movie that's taking place, uh, like, as a prequel to The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which is kind of exciting. Uh, Let's hmm. just do a whole Scooby-Doo spotlight. How have we never done that before? I don't know. You're afraid. Oh, my god! all the ghosts that you'd have to talk about. Oh, that's true. When the ghosts and ghouls attack, Scooby gets a Scooby snack. That's from Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Jinkies. All right. Yeah. Give me a, give me the collections here. Out of Water by Sarah Reed. Uh, Safara and the Other Betrayals by John Langdon. Lady Bits by Kate Jonas. Acceleration Stories by Ted Chang. Now, that, and... that did win a Hugo, didn't it? Wasn't that the collection winner for Hugo? I'm pretty sure it was. 
Possibly. I know it was this, in the list anyway. The winner here is Paul Tremblay's Growing oh, Things and Other Stories. I've tr- I tried to read... You don't want read... to read a horror book called Growing Things. You don't. I tried to read A Head Full of Ghosts, which is one of his, and it was oh, just yeah. too freaky. I couldn't do it. Anyway... This is a chilling anthology featuring 19 pieces of short fiction from the multiple award-winning author of the national bestseller, The Cabin at the End of the World, and A Head Full of Ghosts. Let me give you a couple examples here. In The Teacher, a Bram Stoker Award nominee for Best Short Story, so we'll get to that in a minute, a student Mm -hmm. is forced to watch a disturbing video that will haunt and torment her and her classmates' lives. Uh, In The Swim Wants to Know If It's As Bad As Swim Thinks, a meth addict kidnaps her daughter from her estranged mother as their town is terrorized by a giant monster. Or not. So you be the judge. All right, anyway, that's, that's the winner here. Let's take a look at short fiction. We have A Touch of Madness by Tim Wagner. Uh, which which was originally published in the Pulp Horror Book of Phobias. We have Lydia by Cindy O'Quinn from The Twisted Book of Shadows. Bury Me in Tar and Twine by Jess Landry from Tales of the Lost Volume 1, We All Lose Something. The Book of Last Words by Greg Chapman from The Sublime Darkness and Other Dark Stories. And finally, we have our winner, The Eight People Who Murdered Me, which is an excerpt from Lucy Westrana's Diary uh, by mm. Gwendolyn Kist. That's the winner there of Short Fiction. Hmm. How are you feeling about this? Do you read a lot of horror anthologies? Is that have you ever been interested no. in like I I tend not to, no. Yeah. <laughs> Too scary? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very scary. Alright, tell me about long fiction, Eric. Long fiction. Where what's the di- what's long fiction versus a novel? I think it's just extended. You know. Oh. Like, yeah. Basically, like no, a novel. Probably novella, I think is what you'd really... Into do. Bones Like Oil by Karen Warren. Oh, thank to you. be Devoured by Sarah Titlinger. Yeah, uh, The Cat Sitter, part of the Shadow Cats series hmm. uh, by Anne Taborska. The Keeper of Chernobyl by Alessandro Manzidi. And Up From Slavery by Victor Lavelle. Okay. Weird Tales Magazine, yes, 363. Okay. These tales are weird! (laughs) Uh, In first novel, we have The Luminous Dead by Caitlin Starling. We have Invisible Chains by Michelle Renee Lane. Haverhill House Publishing, hold up! Oh. Yeah. Doorways to the Dead Eye by Eric J. Gungard. Dear Laura by Gemma Amore. And our winner, The Bone Weaver's Orchid by Sarah Reed. He's a runaway from home. That's what they say every time one of Charlie Winslow's friends vanish from the Old Cross School for Boys. It's just a tall tale. That's what they tell Charlie when he sees the ragged gray figure stalking the Abbey Halls at night. When Charlie follows his pet instincts to a pool of blood behind a false wall, he could run and let those stones bury their secrets. He could assimilate, focus on his studies, and wait for his father to send for him. Or... He could walk the dark tunnels of the school's heart, scour its abandoned passages, and pick at the scab of a family's legacy of madness and murder. With the help of Sam Forster, the school's gardener, and the matron Grace, the staff nurse, Charlie unravels Old Cross's history and exposes a scandal stretching back to when the school was a home with a noble family and a dark secret. A secret that still haunts its halls with scraping steps, twisting its bones into a new generation of nightmares. Pretty intense. That was scary. It was. Uh, I don't hate the sound of that, actually. That's kind of interesting to me. All right. <laughs> hit me with young adult novel, Eric. What do we got? All right. I will. But after this, I'm also hitting you with my best shot. Oh. So be careful, because okay. it's coming at you. Well, I'm a real tough cookie. 
Uh, eight minutes and 32 seconds by Peter Adam Salomon. We don't know that maybe that's how long his date lasted. Maybe it was eight minutes and 32 seconds long. And it was like it was that short because the date just went horribly from the get go. So maybe, it's more of a relationship horror. True. Maybe maybe he's a diver and that's his best time holding his breath. Mm, yeah. Could be. Rules for Vanishing by Kate Alice Marshall. Uh, Kate Alice Marshall. I read something by Kate Alice Marshall. Okay. Uh, did not, not read the... Uh, Kate, the I'm Did Still Alive? Did I not read? Don't know. I'm not familiar with this author. Kate Alice, I'm Still Alive. I read her YA book. Oh, okay. Was it good? Uh, Yeah. You know what? I say that, surprisingly, I'm reading the YA, the young adult novels. Yes. Like, for a brief second, I forgot that. But yeah, yeah. I read uh, her 2018 book, I Am Still Alive, which was pretty good. Okay. Uh, Speak No Evil by Leanna Gardner. Uh, five... Five Midnights okay. by Anne Devely Cardinal. You know what? Midnights is just such a spooky time. Midnights. Uh, Here There Are Monsters by Amilinda um, Berube and Aware Mosaic by Nazondi is the winner. Oh, decades after a cataclysmic nuclear war, Ghanaian scientists developed technology that stored consciousness into data orbs called retcons. 17-year-old forensic specialist Feeney Zoe is an N-human, not an inhuman. Has nothing yeah. to do with a tarragon no. mist. Not, a, not yeah. an inhuman, but an N-human. A radiation-enhanced metabolic human that, similar to a vampire, need blood for sustenance. Right away, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, through yeah, a game... Would you... <laughs> would you if given the choice turn into a vampire no okay through a game called the house of aware feeney discovers that the virtual construct is actually an augmented reality she and her human best friend sammy a young female detective have been mysteriously given specialized neural implants that allow them to hack into government software Ooh, no thanks the two teenagers race against time in a horrific world of deformed beasts is this a Dr. Moreau situation? Mm, mm. To piece together the puzzles of the digital mosaic, will they find a way to save a sentient beings from total extinction, or will they run out of time? Yeah. Huh. And will a horse creature give live birth on camera? This... Oh, please don't talk about the island of Dr. Moreau. Starring, Why did you not like it? Starring Val Kilmer, and no, it was the worst experience of my life. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for asking. Uh, you can revisit our Island of Dr. Moreau episode over on Three Nice Things, though, if you're if you're in the mood for a Halloween terrible time. Uh, this book doesn't sound good to me. How about that? How okay, about I, well, how, about how just, much of the Island right of Dr. Moreau similarities are are scaring you away? Maybe, but I gotta tell you, the winner for the for this next one. The cover of it looks like Island of Dr. Moreau. So let's let's get to that. The winner for best novel. We have The Worst is Yet to Come. Oh, boy, I hope not. By the Worst is Yet to Come. I don't know the song. S.P. Mikowski. Wanderers by Chuck Wendig. I thought nobody liked Chuck Wendig books. Is that just Star Wars books that he writes? People, I think people do like Chuck Wendig okay. books. Into the Ashes by Lee Murray. Uh, and Inspection by Josh Mallerman. Now, I've not read this one. I've wanted to. It looks good. Uh, I did read Bird Box, which I thought was pretty good. And there's actually a sequel to Bird Box that's out right now that I have not read. Finally, our winner is Coyote Rage by Owl Going Back. So here is mm. what the cover of this very Dr. Moreau-esque. I don't know if uh, cover art by Ben Baldwin, by the way. 
Um, Bram Stoker award-winning author Owl Going Back makes a new triumphant return to horror and fantasy in this gripping novel. Coyote is on a murderous hunt, leaving behind a trail of carnage. The shapeshifter is determined to kill the human representatives to the Great Council and Gallant Latte, eliminating the rule of mankind in the new world. But Raven has overheard the trickster's evil plan and will do anything to protect Luther Waddy and his daughter, Sarah Reynolds, even if it means turning his skin inside out. What? <gasps> what about his tender heart? What? Is he the... going to put his tender heart in a blender? I don't know, but I do know that the forces of evil are aligning in two very different worlds. Can mankind be saved, or will creatures of fur and fangs once again reign supreme? That's weird. Fun well... fact, mankind can't be saved, but go on. Yeah. Both of these, uh, the YA winner and the adult winner, to me seem like very odd choices. Yeah, so it's about I don't time. Know. Halloween, Halloween gets into your brain. Yeah, I mean, I guess these are given out in April, right? But <laughs> yeah, you step out of horror and you're just like, what? Where am yeah. I? What's going on? Huh? Did any of these yeah. sound like books you want to read? <sighs> I guess I was most interested in the Bone Weaver's Orchard. I don't mm. know. Any Any mm. of them stand out to you? You want to read that? Uh, you want to read that one by the author you've already read? The Rules for Vanishing by Kate Alice Marshall? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, I tell you, the title, 8 Minutes and 32 Seconds, has me curious. That's true. That's a good title. What do you have planned for... Uh, oh, I should mention again, you can find more of these uh, at the thebramstokerawards.com, <laughs> and we'll, we'll tweet the list out as well, but th- those are all out there, as well as past winners and other things. A lot of stuff is going on in this Bram Stoker website, so a lot, a lot of good information there. Do you have anything lined up for the Halloween season? I mean, I know I'm planning on reading Christine with you, and uh, last year... I ordered the DC Comics Halloween special for the collection, and it came November 1st. So thanks a, thanks <laughs> yeah, a lot. I remember that. Thanks a lot, yeah. DC Comics. I don't have books planned post-Christine. Like, I'll yeah. be reading Christine, but I haven't picked what I would read after. Okay. Uh, it's it's hard. I mean, I read, like, a lot of the classics, um, like Frankenstein yeah. and uh, Dracula and Past Ones, and I read some other uh, odd ones. I guess I'm getting to the point where I've got to, like... Do it or shut up when it comes to something like the head full of ghosts. You got to buckle uh, down, yeah, or other things. Yeah, uh, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm planning on reading all of our book club books. I'd also like to work in some graphic novels in there. We were talking uh, on comic, yeah. book, comic book coffee break a while back, and on the banned comic book list, uh, Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book, uh, the graphic novel adaptation. That I've wanted to read that for a while, so maybe this is the year that I'll finally like sit down and do that. But I have some horror like games planned. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm playing Dead okay. Space too, but I don't count it is because it's aliens, so it's not really true. That's a doing it for me. That's an iffy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to read Graveyard Book. I'm gonna read that DC Comics Halloween special. Definitely some Archie Halloween stuff. Come on, you gonna uh, you gonna play Luigi's Mansion three? Oh, good call. That would be a good time yeah. to do that. Yeah. I also want to watch the series uh, What We Do in the Shadows because I love the movie, but I've never actually watched the. Uh, the show the show's fine my my wife likes it more than i do okay there there are the second season was more solidly funny okay this time around but cool. it, it never quite reaches that point for me but yes okay. i love the movie all right well um in a couple of weeks is going to be our spotlight on the stephen king novel christine so if you've read it please send us your thoughts on twitter at all the book show or you can send us an email at wellsville at stls.org or find us on facebook and you know what 
give it a minute to uh, go and review us over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this because it helps people find yeah. us out so we can talk about uh, all the exciting it takes things happening. Less in the than eight minutes and 32 seconds to do that. Exactly. I well, promise you it will take less than that. Well said. Well said. Yeah. Send us your thoughts on Christine or just any of your favorite Halloween books. We'll take a look at that. To that. All right. Well, Eric, after we've talked about the Stoker Awards and planned out a little bit of Halloweening, uh, has this improved your mood re-Halloween 2020? You know what? For the listeners and everyone, yes. Wow. Yes, it has. Okay. I'm going to take that to heart. Remember, too, you know, if you go to, you're probably subscribing to this podcast just on a podcast app or whatever. If you go directly to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash all the books, we have a special Halloween playlist that has all of our Halloween themed episodes of the last five years put together. So uh, always a good time over there. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of the All the Book Show, Eric. So uh, I'll see you in eight minutes and 32 seconds. What? Ah. All right. So long, everybody. We'll see you next time. To save the world.